Welcome to D Hall and Dragons, a real play D and D podcast about a group of high school students who get sucked into a world of Whoa! fantasy and magic <laughs> and have to set on a quest to find their way home. We're really excited. Uh, my name is Riley Weston. I'm this campaign's dungeon master, and I'm joined by my friends, my players, and my sous chef. Find their way home, but not, but not before, before they, they find, find themselves, themselves along the way. way. Oh my god! I was I was so thrown off. I was so thrown Boy. off by your, your chant of excitement. Um, I mouth along with that every single time. Yes, but because you shouted this time, I got distracted and completely I'm forgot. So sorry. Hi, uh, my name is Brandon Lindsay, Hi, Brandon and I play Lindsay. Cecil McNamara. Hey, Brandon. Cecil, oh, you're here. Yeah. Hi, welcome to the table. Don't like this energy. <laughs> this, is, this is weird. You it's were shopping at this okay. second in-person session. We're getting into the wonky energy now. <laughs> Already went off the rails. Um, okay, the, the character to your left admits that they're passionately in love with your character. How would your character respond? We can actually do this because we're in person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is great. It uh, works. If, if Brian were to suddenly admit that mm-hmm. he were passionately in love with Cecil, I think Cecil would respond pretty well to it, actually. I think it would be um, a bit of a shock, and I don't know if Cecil is there yet to adequately have his own mental faculties in order to come to terms with uh, being anything other than straight. Um, (laughs) Christianity who? Yeah, because he comes from that background. So I, I think his gut reaction would be like, my parents wouldn't like this, but mm. I think I think mm. he would really enjoy the respect and uh, the admiration. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, yeah. he would enjoy the power trip of it. I think he kind of would. Yeah, yeah. I'm really shocked that your reaction wouldn't be like, "Hey, would you? Are you okay, <laughs> Brian?" <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm thinking. But Brian needs a health check. <laughs> well, I, th- I think in addition, but also Brian. More recently, uh, the last couple episodes has been. He's just he's been a bit more expressive. He's and been a, a bit, bit, more, open. A little yeah. more expressive. Yeah, and I think it's been really interesting. So I don't think it would be as much mm-hmm. of a shock. It wouldn't come out of out of left field. On the other hand, hi, my name is Andrew Dinehart, and I play Victoria Hightower. I think if Cecil were to admit his undying affection for mm-hmm. Victoria, she'd be like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> yeah, shock. Like, yeah, and that's everyone's thing. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, uh, she puts on the front, but she'd be like, I had a feeling. Um, cool thanks. <laughs> cool thanks. Cool, cool thanks. <laughs> I love you. I know. <laughs> That's the point where when Cecil would just. She go, hey, no, no, no. Like, just listen, I really, I really, <laughs> really, really respect Cecil you. Yeah. I really respect you, but I don't think we share enough in common. I don't think we do. I think they. I think they will be. You're really taking this on like this yeah. is actually really happening. good friends. No, I'm marrying this man <laughs> to my left. But as as characters, Victoria would be like, ah, "Thanks, you're yeah. cool, you're awesome, I respect you." Well, but... it's really interesting because I think early on in the campaign, yeah. there were definitely those vibes from Cecil. Yeah, but, yeah but, they and, were. but I but I also feel like that was just more of. Cecil seeing the only girl in the group. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to latch onto this. But yeah. I think 100%. It really shows a maturing of Cecil throughout that he's like, oh, I can just, I can be, ease I can just be friends with you. Yeah. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like, this can be platonic yeah. kind of thing. It's interesting. Uh, hi, my name is Daniel Grisco, and I play Brian Tolkien. And uh, if Victoria spontaneously professed her love for Brian, um, the response would be something along the lines of, <sighs> And just that. <laughs> and just that. Uh, and my name's Riley Wesson. I'm this campaign's dungeon master. And I don't really know how to answer this question at this point. Does anyone want to rephrase point, this? I want a bullet point for each character. For each character? Yeah. yeah. Like pros and cons of dating each character. Um, Go for it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, I won't say like 
for me personally, oh. but I would say just a general view. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a third party view of a relationship yeah, yeah, with yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah. Un- yeah. Unbiased. I think starting with Cecil, I think Cecil would just be, he would be very eager to mm-hmm. please in any situation. Oh, for sure. He's definitely a people um, pleaser. V- very much like big simp energy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. But, yeah. But I, but I think coming from like a genuine place of like oh, yeah. wanting to help and wanting to be that kind of person. People would like dig and they'd be like, oh, you simp? And he's like, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, I do. Hell yeah, I do, yeah. Cons, I think there might be sometimes that he would be a bit too needy and be like not always be able to give you the space that you need in different situations. <laughs> sure. Because uh, I think he would be kind of like me and like always want to try and step in and help in some sort of sense and not be able to think, oh, there are some times where I just need to step away. The intentions are good. Exactly. Yeah, the intentions exactly. are good. Yeah. 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 I think Victoria would be a very spontaneous relationship, would be a lot of like, Let's go try something new. Let's do this. Let's do this kind of thing. So I think it would always be like a, not in a bad way of like, mm-hmm. I never know what's going to happen, but like in a good way of of like, I never know what's going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Line reading points. <laughs> <laughs> um, cons. Aww. I think there would be times that she would just shut down and not want to communicate. Yeah. Like if things were yeah. going bad, she just wouldn't say anything and she would just bottle it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'd just be hard to navigate that. Um, Brian, I think pros, I mean, just Brian approaches everything so logically. So it's like a, if there's like a problem that I'm having, Brian will approach it with a pure, rational, logical view of like, you should do this, 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 yeah. which is also a con very in, in different situations. Very reliable, but also doesn't take emotions into consideration. Yes, very reliable. Like, yeah, you, you would look at Brian and be like, on the opposite end of Victoria, it's like, I always know what I'm getting. Just steady, rock solid, but then also just very not emotional at all. So that would definitely be a, a con in some people's eyes, you know? Hmm. Yeah. This has been dating take- with uh, Ryan Dawson. Hold up, This has become uh, the dating sim? Therapy jar. Therapy jar. Therapy jar. There we go. Therapy jar. There we go. What are we at? A million dollars? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Last session on D Hall and Dragons, the students arrived at the Salty Court Castle and introduced themselves as the chefs requested to cook for the king and queen. They were led through the halls of the castle to a messy kitchen and realized that Xander had prepared a menu beforehand and the ingredients were gathered, they just needed to retrieve them themselves. After a bit of work, some sweat, and a whole lot of magical fuckery, they had gathered the necessary ingredients for the frozen cheese cube appetizer, the fried mind witness tentacle main course, and the air elemental soda beverage. Aiding Karlik and adding their own flair to each dish, the gang prepared the food and presented them before the king and queen. And after a tense moment, the flavors of the dishes satiated Titania's frustration and madness, and she proclaimed the meal delicious. And that's where we are now. So yeah, you guys all let out a big sigh of relief as you see her form actually kind of shrinks a little bit. She had been like 10 feet tall. But her her form kind of shrinks to that of a normal human size. She's about six feet tall at this point. And you see the kind of uh, messy, disheveled look that she has sort of cleans itself up. The, the hair becomes a little bit smoother, the dress slightly less wrinkled. And she... <sighs> that's out a sigh of relief as Cecil sneezes. And turns into just a dog. <laughs> Oh, where did where did this uh, where did this dog come from? Just in full view as well. Yeah, just immediately yes. just plump. <laughs> what kind of dog? A little a little chihuahua, like a little like white and brown cow dog coloring. That kind of like more orangey brown. Yeah. Oh goodness. Really yeah. cute. And then I just immediately like sit and like my tail wags. Carl like reaches into his bag and 
pulls out a bit of jerky and tosses it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was quite tasty. I appreciate the meal. Um, And uh, who, who might I be speaking to at the moment? My name's Mustard Seed. Mustard Seed? Peas Blossom. Peas Blossom? (laughs) <laughs> what uh, what business do you have here in the salty court? We were, we were making you dinner. We answered the call. Um, our friend here, Karlik, up? A um, aspiring five star chef. We had maybe heard of just you know someone ease wanted to come and see if we could help. We also came to cook you dinner. <laughs> I will roll over on my back and show my belly in a sign of submissiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Beg your pardon. The pantry, and as far as we know, the existence of the things it contains may be in danger. Oh, I see that things are uh, just as disrupted outside of the cafeteria as they are in. Tell us more about that. <laughs> it's a very rude way to demand for that information. But not a demand at all, just a... Uh, it's it was just, just uh, the, the, the tone was very... Can I try again? Yes, please. Your apologies, Majesty. Uh, <clears throat> tell us more about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, but... <laughs> you see her kind of gathering herself and you see like a flicker of that, that anger mm-hmm. up here again as she goes, well, things have been out of sorts for quite a while here in my court at least my spear has been stolen oh more <laughs> Carlick looks down and goes she, she said her, her spear has been stolen <laughs> how long ago did this occur well since I had uh, flown into my rage I have lost count of exactly how long ago it was self-awareness is important I'm really not appreciating your tone right now oh, it's supportive Really, I'm what was your level of self-awareness that you just exhibited? Um, there are people in our party that do not have the he, he ability sounds, to do that. He sounds that. very blunt, but I, I, he, he's, he means it in earnest. Mm, I'm sure he does. He does. I put the arugula on the plate. <laughs> <laughs> you see that gnome kind of look under the arugula again and look at the moss and just go, <laughs> just shake his head, and she goes up. Ah, yes, uh, apologies. I should uh, probably also introduce. This is um, my husband, King Oberon. <gasps> Uh, and the, the gnome kind of, uh, how do you do? And you see him kind of fidgeting and you, you see his, his hair is changing shape every now and then it's going from like a mop to like curly brown hair. And like his ears are sort of transforming like different lengths as he is sitting there next to the queen. Uh, yes. Um, Titania's spear was stolen. The, uh, the, the, the fey courts, the salty, sweet, spicy, sour, uh, they, are each ruled by a different archfey, but they each have a specific item, a, a, a weapon that helps them to control the essence of their court, their uh, their flavor, if you will. And uh, Titania's Spear of Saltiness was stolen. And you see Titania clench her fists. And she goes, you can say who stole it. Oberon goes, uh, again, uh, that, that's just... Conjecture, but um, uh, he kind of like cups his hand and like whispers to you guys. Uh, we we believe Queen Mab, uh, Titania's sister, stole it. Ah, oh, then 
I see Queen Mab hath been- You see Titania, like, throw a dish at your head. I duck. Uh. Well, I don't know if I- let me see if I duck. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Brian, you take four damage as this plate cracks against your head. She says, don't mention that name. In my presence. You, you told the king that he could say the name. Like, okay. and then yeah. we, Brian. I never... S- Brian. Brian. What? It seemed like there was permission. I'm just saying the communicate. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> what, what court does she preside over? The, the, the sour court. Sour. Yes. Oh, um, makes sense. He gestures off to the side as Satania is sort of stewing on her throne and he kind of ushers you guys over and there is a case in like a back corner of the room that has like two claws that you would assume a spear would be set upon. But you see around it, uh, there is speckles of like a white crystalline substance that sort of looks like it has been showered around this altar. What's that stuff called? Cocaine. Oh, no. It's, 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 it's like, like the, like the Yo, sugary stuff it? that's on like Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, as, as you can see, there is um, citric acid that is uh, around the altar. So I'm going to go uh, up to it and I'm going to get a little taste. Okay. I, I guess for only an investigation yeah, I, check? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to commit this to memory. Okay. Uh, 14. You kind of lick this up and... Um, Actually, make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, boy. Four. It's it's not a lot, but you take like two damage because this is some sour yeah. shit. This is like a pure, just the essence of sour in a crystalline substance. Uh, and it is so sour that it rocks your brain just, just a little bit. just immediately just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you immediately start heaving. Yeah. <laughs> the dog heaving. I'm just like. <laughs> Don't throw up on the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Obviously, there's some sort of evidence here that this occurred. I, is there any other account of seeing Queen Mab within? What's her name? I'm what saying, I'm talking to the king. What, what, is what did, you, did you say something? I just need to nab something really quick. Sorry, uh, not my yes. dog. <laughs> Picks up Cecil by the scrub. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just like holds him. Uh, yeah, he's yarfing on your shoulder. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, she has not been seen in this court for many years due to the... Um, Obvious. Is there a certainty that she's the one who stole it and not maybe someone else who's trying to cause unrest between the courts? Well, as the queen of the Sour Court, she is carries this substance. Gotcha. Where, yeah, I mean, it's, it just sort of emanates from her, so. I got that little water bottle pouch in the side of my backpack kind of thing, and I'm just going to kneel down and try to put some of the sour stuff in the pocket of my backpack. Okay. I just want to take some. You get some citric acid. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Chill on your backpack. I'm gonna real quick do a pass. I'm gonna tell Carlic, hey, if anyone's at, if anyone's curious, I'm gonna sniff around the rest of this throne room to see if there are any other traces of this acid. Roll me an investigation check. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Yeah, you look around the room and uh, there is only citric acid around this altar. On the altar. Okay. I'm gonna try and see if I can push the altar. Oh, uh, I would. I would recommend you don't don't do that. She's rather particular about. Her possessions. Your, your Majesty? Yes. Uh, you know, I know that I've made it very clear that I'm a very blunt person. I would like to apologize for that not coming across in a better way. However, um, given the opportunity and the necessity of finding your spear, which I find to be a, a priority at the moment, I would like permission to shift this altar. Why? I would like to see if there's a way out underneath it. 
There's not. This is my throne room. I, I know that there is not. I, I just sense there may be a saboteur in our midst. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check. Oh, I just want to do it. Cool, 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 cool. My friend, that is a dirty 20. Fine. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm going to put my hands up against this altar. I'm going to put my paws up against it, too. My tiny, tiny little paws. I'm going to just try to like, shove it over a little bit. Yeah, there's just carpet underneath. Your Majesty, we are all good here. Shocker! Thank you for your permission. I'm going to go stand against the wall now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so our goal would be to retrieve your spear. Is there a particular direction that's most efficient to get to the Sour Court? Well, we do not have any connections with the Sour Court anymore. Okay, so it's anymore. directly through... Uh, there, there is a river that flows out from this castle that uh, actually converges a few miles down with a river from the Sweet Court uh, that you can jump into there. That would be that would be the, the, the quickest route out of our Salty Court. I do have to warn you, um, the, the, the meal was delicious, but... I believe he kind of looks over his shoulder and you see Titania is like, it almost looks like she's trying to like hold on to control of herself. Yeah. I believe um, with without her spear. Um, this is going to continue. Without her spear, yes. she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlix starts to translate that. You go, oh, 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 no, 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 yeah, no. We'll no, just keep no. that to ourselves. Um, yes, with, with, without her spear, um, with her deep connection to the court, um, she has a hard time controlling herself without her, uh, her her vestige. Any last thing that you can tell us? Any dirt you have on Queen Mab that will help us retrieve the spirit? What was that? <laughs> nah, just nabbing my dog. Sorry. <laughs> He's, uh, he needs to go down for a nap. <laughs> well, if, if you'd like, bef- before you leave, um, if you would care to rest or, or look a little bit, um, we do have a, a, a library here in the, the castle. Um, if you would like to relax for a little bit or... You have a history section? Uh, yes. Great. I would like to go to that library. Yeah, let's go. Uh, very well. Thank uh, you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the, the meal was the meal was truly delicious. You're and welcome. And he uh, turns, turns <laughs> back around as you guys see him, like, uh, holding up his hands to, to Tanya as she start. You see her form start to grow. <laughs> She's like, yeah. uh, Aunt Marge, just, like, slowly... <laughs> <laughs> Growing back to ten yeah, feet, exactly. And the the cats usher you out of the hall. Well, um, that was uh, uh hopefully like she'll, hopefully she might not be quite as bad for for a little bit. I guess I'll 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 I'll, I'll show you guys to the uh, to the library. Thank you. Okay, great, 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 great. Yeah, he ushers you down another series of hallways, past a few windows, into a large ornate library with uh, rows of bookshelves and such, and there are like tables in the middle, comfy armchairs. And um, you guys can do as you wish. Yeah, I'm going to start looking around for any books on... Are they organized by, like, title or by, like, genre? Is there any organization system? Just tell me what you want to look for, okay, and I'll great. see if we can find I just know what... <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> dangers, if any, are in the sweet court. Okay. You're looking for this as a dog? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have Carlic be my research assistant and bring me books, and I'm gonna oh be God. sitting on the table just real real politely, Prim and, and then proper. slowly moving the pages over with a paw. Okay, Carlic dutifully uh, um, heads around. Uh, I guess 
I guess let me make an investigation check for Karlik. I'm also going to ask Cecil's eyesight as a dog is not the best. I'm going to ask Karlik if he can real quickly as an artificer fashion me little bifocals to wear as a dog. Yeah, you yeah, you got it. Uh, he, he reaches in and he pulls out uh, two like glass cups that he had and uh, just kind of shaves them off and basically makes you two bifocals uh, that he just gingerly places on your head. Uh, let me roll an investigation check for Karlik. I'm marrying you. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is the way that he just pantomimed that, uh-huh. he was reading from right to left. <laughs> <laughs> reading yeah. it backwards. Karlik rolled a dirty 20. Um, mm. Nice. So he brings you some books and uh, you read about... There's not been so much specific dangers, but you do read a little bit of a history of some unrest between a colony of uh, what you read to be gingerbread goblins that have had a bit of unrest every now and then with the castle. And you also read a little bit uh, about a phenomenon in just the courts in general that is sort of a danger and sort of a taboo that is spoken about um, called the bittering. This is an effect that happens when food or when creatures lose their flavor, uh, which is sort of their essence that connects them to each of the courts and is sort of an alignment shifting that okay. occurs as your paws graze over these books. As as a DM, I know you're not super lore heavy, but this is good lore building. Thank you. For the Fae. It's so... Mm. It's tasty. I appreciate that. Oh, <laughs> you're too kind. The gingerbread goblins is what got me. You just read a bit of a history of um, almost like a like a colonization sort of event of a group that that lived in the as like sort of free fae. But then when the sweet court was established, they didn't exactly want to fall along with their rules, which to some extent is like, yes, you're you're free and that kind of thing. But also in the case of the fae and the the effect that it has on the outer world and and food as a whole for lack of a better term these contrasting flavors that butt heads um has a larger effect on the world as a whole and so it is a bit of a yeah it's it's kind of a necessary thing for the the creatures of each court to be in harmony okay hey cecil you still have your chemistry book can i have it <laughs> <laughs> The glasses just, yeah. just oh, shatter. Oh, oh shit! Man. Oh. No, I, we'll say every time I go back into, in, <laughs> yes. into dog form, your they, dog always has glasses now. Uh, yeah, it's in my bag. Cool, cool. Uh, into Great. that. I'm looking in the chemistry book for um, different kind of chemicals or instances that might neutralize citric acid. Okay, cool. Ooh. Roll me uh, an investigation check. This is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Wow. Okay. I would like to learn all the chemistry, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you're reading, you read up about citric acid. You learn that um, that citric acid in itself, it's not harmful, but an overdosing will start to harm you, especially if it is in a, it's like an extremely concentrated form. OD'd on Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> right. Been there, my friend. You, you, read, <laughs> you read a little bit about a, uh, about a case study of like someone that upon drinking like distilled citric acid, a, an excessive amount, even just the air that he breathed tasted sweet as like a counteraction of flavors and taste buds in relation to it. So from what you can gather, there would be some kind of sweet flavoring that could potentially negate citric acid. But again, you you learn that it's not exactly like a harmful thing, but is it is harmful in excess. I would like to look for a fiction about humans. <laughs> humans have so many genres of fiction about the Fae. I want to see if the Fae 
have fiction about us. All right, roll me an investigation check. Five. Um, yeah, you find you find one book uh, that's titled "Bill in His Very Normal Day," uh, <gasps> and it's a, it's about a guy that um, goes to uh, work in an accounting firm and uh, <laughs> just kind of just kind of goes about his day. It's he, very dystopian. Uh, yeah, it's very dystopian. <laughs> it's actually just nineteen eighty four. Uh, do you guys want to take a short rest here, or are you wanting to take a long rest? Uh, we can take a short rest. Short rest? Yep, yep. I would like to make a tinkering check. Can I Can I provide assistance, or no? Is can I go over to Karlik and better. say, <laughs> so, okay, you have a bit of an eye for the mechanics of stuff. Could you take a look at this for me? Um, I, I've just, I've been messing with the trigger. It's been taking me a really long time, and I, like, I've cleaned off the rust and everything, but it, I just, there's there's maybe a spring I'm missing or something? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, make, uh, make this with advantage. Dirty, dirty 20. There you go. As you and Karlik are kind of inspecting this, he... Oh, wait, wait, wait. And he points out, and there is a tiny little spring mechanism on the back of the trigger that you have not quite cleaned up yet. Uh-uh. I think if you're able to take care of that, it should be able to function, I think. Nice. So, okay, so are, do you think just maybe like the stock of this needs fixing, and then it might function? From what I can see, yeah, it, it looks like the, the barrel's pretty clean and the trigger is mm-hmm. functioning normally. Yeah, this, this wood is pretty rotted. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, from what I can tell, I think that looks like that's really all you need to replace. Well, I think Cecil and Brian can help me with that. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hell yeah, man. Cecil and I are whispering in the corner. Um, okay. I feel like, I mean, they're completely out of it. That we could... So if we sell we it by the sell, ounce... Yeah, if we could <laughs> portion it up. You and see their set you, the price. We could. We really could. I mean, they're out of it. You see a line of cat servants that are next to Brian and Cecil, and they're kind of rubbing their paws together and looking over their their shoulders nervously. I would like to hang on to a little bit to do alchemical stuff with at okay. some point. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But how many portions are we able to kind of divvy this up into? Yeah, how much? Roll, roll me a nature check. Shit balls. <laughs> uh, that's twelve. You have exactly two catnips. Two? Uh, three. Okay, I would like to roll an insight check to see which of these cats is craving it the most. Is the most desperate. Yeah, Yeah, roll me an insight check. Yeah, 12. From what you can tell, these cats all need a fix. They're all scratching behind their ears like they got fleas. I'm going to take one and put it in my pocket. Okay. And then I'm going to take the other. And I'm just going to go, listen, we only have one, so you're really going to have to outbid each other for this. Two gold, three gold, three gold, five, five, five gold, five gold, six, seven, seven, eight, say eight, eight, eight gold, eight gold. And we have eight gold going once, going twice, and we have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian, roll me a D100 to see how high the bidding goes. <gasps> 68. 68? Oh, so uh, close. Yeah, uh, yeah, the bidding ends at uh, at 68. And the cat that was leading you guys through the hallway fishes out 68 gold. And he goes, here, here, I, I, I got it right here. I got it right here. Okay. 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 Can I just, can I just get the You guys are taking advantage Hey, lady, lady, shut the fuck up. I need my nip. Give me the nip. Give <laughs> yeah, me the nip. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I, I toss it. And <laughs> <laughs> immediately goes feral and like jumps and all the cats just start brawling so- each other. Yeah. Like this mound of cats just like. Writhing pile yeah, of cats. So while they're over there, I just look at Cecil and I just pull the other one out of my pocket and I just give him the questioning eyebrows of like, we selling this one? Are we keeping this one? Are we doing this one? I mean, we have two more. We have two more? Mm-hmm. Two more. We we have one. One. You can keep one and do this one. 
Unless I make something really cool and I want to make it and make another one, we can keep both of those. What do you think it can make? Really cool. Cool. Think it make cool it may get us into certain doors. Like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> she just like sneaks up. You don't even see her. She's like really quiet. She's like, yeah, it's, just, it's like that thing of like it cuts over to the cats and it cuts back to you guys. And all of a sudden, Victoria's just right over your shoulders. I, we're like whispering and telling about like, do we do? We just, and then no, I realize there might be other there. cats. I immediately shove the catnip behind my back. I'm not that stupid. Yeah, hang on to it. There might be other cats in other courts. Hey, Victoria, didn't you want to ask Brian and Diesel something? What? Huh? What did I want to ask? Did you, you, you said like they could help with something. What, what was? Oh, oh, um, uh, with my gun. Yeah. Uh, you want me to help you with a gun? With, well, no, 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 no. Like the, uh, the piece of wood that I got from oh, the tree yeah, we yeah, killed. Yeah. I killed. Um, we killed. <sighs> we did that together, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil puts a hand on Victoria. That's not a good memory to have together. <laughs> um, anyway. You guys were carving wands and such. Would you guys maybe help me create the stock for my shotgun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's easy peasy. Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. <laughs> Brian, let's hang on to that and see if any of the other courts are going to bite. We can say that, hey, we sold this for 68 here. We're either going to sell this better here or we're going to go back and sell it for 68. Okay, first of all, I don't know whoever taught you negotiation skills, but you don't go to another place and then say that you sold it for the exact same price you stole it. You say you stole it for 100 oh, over sure, here sure, sure. and you yeah, should yeah. be doing it for 120 over there. Well, yeah, and the, if they're really playing hardball, we, yeah. t- we say, hey, man, we let this go for 68. We can't sell it for any less. <laughs> no. But, but, but we don't start there. Right. But like if they really try and they play hardball. Exactly. Right. I, I say we hang on to it. Okay. So you're going to help Victoria build a gun? I could help you build a gun. Did I not just say hang on to it? Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Next session on Breaking Brian. (laughs) It's just a trailer of Brian like walking out of the library with like gloves. (laughs) He walks into a greenhouse, puts on a hazmat suit. Um, Okay, well, uh, how do we want to do this? Is this a piece that if we fucked up royally, there's no salvaging? It looks like the chunk of wood is big enough to where if you mess up once you probably would get another shot with it okay yeah um how do we want to do this dm i have proficiency with woodcarver's tools Mm -hmm. yeah you'll make me a dexterity check plus your proficiency i'm gonna say sleight of hand check okay to to get it carved but with the woodcarver's tools you will get the proficiency bonus with victoria presenting the design to you i will say she is she'll give you the help action you have advantage she like pulls out like a ruler and everything and she's got some drafting tools i'm gonna say this is a dc 15 could I also cast guidance on myself for yeah. this? Okay. Son of a fucking... I thought you had advantage. Right? Advantage? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh. oh. <laughs> I, how could Brian help? <laughs> you said you didn't want to help. I don't want to help. What if like Brian's pride overcomes him and he's like looking at these two people just completely fucking this up and is like, you know, I don't. I read about this. I don't think that's how that works. That's a nine. <laughs> nine. Okay. I'll say, yeah, the, the so first just, like, half the of the rough... wood is, yeah, it's a pretty rough chunk um but you can you can try and give it one more attempt and I'll, I'll say with all three of you pitching in you can add your intelligence and your proficiency uh and well as long as i just have my intelligence because i dexterity is plus zero right mm. is this also with advantage? you just still have advantage yeah, everyone's helping rolling that dice oh my god Stop rolling that my dice. god hey you know, let's let, let's approach this at a later what? date. You let's know do what? this later. Um, let's do this at a later date. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The wood was slight, slightly tainted in my memory because the the tree died. So maybe we can find. We some have more. got to get rid of this moral complex. It's really not helpful. Yes. Why is it not helpful? It, 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 
There are two situations. Do you just want me to be like an unfeeling robot? Yes. Why are you all looking at me? Everyone's like, Dad, solve this for us. Brian and Victoria are just like screaming at each other, fuming. We have we have a whole bag of holding that we can put some wood in. We can have multiple attempts at this. Yeah, yeah. There's so many trees we can kill. I want to kill another tree for my gun. I want to win it fair and square. You don't think that killing something to get something is winning it fair and square? <laughs> Bless you. What do you turn into? <laughs> what are you? Oh. We're in the middle of a fight. <laughs> what are you? What are you? <laughs> Brian, you and Victoria are arguing, and all of a sudden, next to you, you hear this, and you turn and you see this really long beard growing from Cecil. His feet and hands both turn into hooves and he grows like four feet and he becomes a giant goat. Oh. Oh my, my god. god. <laughs> does he have glasses on? <laughs> Absolutely. He does have glasses on, yep. <laughs> and you see his beard is orange. Cool, 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 cool. So, f- so um, are we taking the river through Sweeps or are we going back the way we came and going through the doors in Centarvax. There's no way out. We can't go back the way we came. Alright, so river it is. Wait, wait, we... What? We can't just go out the same door? There is no door on this side. It's like a one-way mirror. Oh, you come out this side, you turn around, suck. look, not a door. Okay, great. Uh, cool. River Cecil, you want to, like, contribute? Fuck! <laughs> 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 and another goat Jump! comes wandering in. <laughs> another goat walks in, sees the... Oh, no. see, sees the this the, is my party, goat. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, I thought they were going to start romancing. (laughs) (laughs) No, Cecil only fucks spiders. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The rivers probably sounds like our best option. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Where do we find a boat? Ride me. (laughs) 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 And the other goat pops her head and is like, huh? Hello. Hello. Oh, yeah. Also, Sebastian disappeared. It's been more than a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sebastian Sebastian It's okay. We can bring it back. As you guys are talking about finding a boat, you see that cat from earlier walks back and goes, hey, uh, yeah, 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 I can, uh, I can, um, yeah, 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 I can, I, I can show you He well. would be way cold. So well, mellow. no, actually, yeah, he'd be like, tweaking. Yeah, he oh, would no, be tweaking. No, no, man. I'm feeling great. I'm right fucking high. Woo-hoo, I'm gonna zoom in. <laughs> I got the zoomies right now. Let's go. Yeah, all right. Uh, you guys want to go to the river? Anybody guys want to go to the river? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I really really like water myself, but, uh, you know, you know, like, like, it's like, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can show you guys your raft if you want. Yeah, you want to want to go to the raft? Huh? Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah. Do you guys have any more catnip? No, no or, that was all uh, we found. I, I would, oh man, I would really fucking. Love, I was like, oh, oh hey, hey, really hey, love some more. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, 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 I, hey, I hold hey. his face between my hands, <laughs> and I just put, I just wrap my fingers around one whisker. He bites your hand. Damn. <laughs> 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 Victoria pulls out like a like a mist spray and goes. He immediately starts running away. He goes, this way to the raft. Let's go. Woo. And starts running down the hall. I guess I get on Cecil's back. We're running down the halls after a cat. You guys all hop on, hop on giant goat Cecil and start to bound through the halls after this cat. Uh, (laughs) You guys uh, skid down the hallway and go down these steps. And uh, it leads out to like an underground, almost like a sewer system. But you guys make your way down. And he goes, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, here's the river. Um, uh, j- just a heads up. It's a, uh, it, it, it's like it's, it's like a fondue river. Uh, so it's like a molten cheese. It's like like flowing along. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we got a raft right here. We got a raft right here. You see a giant slice of brioche bread 
that is toasted. Um, it's like ten feet by ten feet. Uh, and he goes, yeah. So uh, we, we, yeah, we, we, we got the we got the brioche raft right here. This is just Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as Brian got sight of this fondue river, he freezes and looks at his party and he's like, guys, <laughs> what? Oh my god, what is wrong? I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I don't think I can do this. If I fall in, I... You won't fall in. I will have gas for days, you guys. (laughs) What if we just, like, tie you down to the raft? That way you can't fall off. Oh, like... We'll just, like, attach you, like... (laughs) Like the alien style. I mean, like, I'll give it a shot, but, like, if anything happens to this weird piece of bread, we're, like, we're in serious trouble. You're just gonna have gas? I don't know, guys. This amount of cheese. <laughs> just, this would like, just you've kill you. You've never bathed in cheese before, is what you're saying. No, why would I have done that, Carly? Oh, no, I know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like that's Have how... you bathed in cheese? No, no, I'm just saying, like... Insight uh, check. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> Carly's like, oh, God. I <laughs> still a secret. No, I don't know. Three. Can't quite tell. <laughs> Who knows? Never know this one. No, no. I, I was just, I was just saying that as in like a, like a. You don't know what'll happen because you've never bathed in cheese before. Right, right. 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 Wait, listen. You understand food? Yeah, I got you. So, like this bread, if it's toasted, it's more sturdy, right? Yeah, definitely. So we should be fine. Uh, yeah. I mean, as long as I mean, like, when I, does I don't the think... river change from from salty to sweet? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So um, so like uh, it's it's, it's it's like a few miles down. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it, it'll be like maybe uh. I, I don't know you, you'll see it you'll so see what does the river turn into uh yeah yeah so so it like so like the rivers converge kind of and like uh-huh. like, like it's like kind of cl- very very close together they don't actually meet uh but there's like a there's like a chocolate fondue river on the other side ah. uh, so you have to like jump from this raft onto uh on on onto the the other side into the sweet corn what kind of chocolate is it uh it's a it's like a mil- it's like a like a, like, a milk chocolate yeah like a milk chocolate yeah. you guys <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke <laughs> not anymore <laughs> not anymore <laughs> all right we might as well just push off brian steps onto the brioche bread and moves as close to the center of the bread as he possibly can and is this gonna bear the weight down. of a giant goat no <laughs> yeah uh turn back into cecil and um i could cast enhance ability to make your constitution better <laughs> if you did ingest any brilliant that's so good. <laughs> but we'll cross that bridge when that we you get to it. it up to double check. So are you guys hopping on this? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. You guys uh, hop on, and the cat the cat goes bye bye. Uh, uh, hope you guys uh, hope you guys figure out what's going on and uh, kind of save all the entire realm. You know that'd be really really bad if we buy. Yeah yeah. Woo! And he's like uh, he as he's running as, as we're like yeah. away. I reach into my pocket. I just pull out some of the catnip from the baggie, <laughs> and I just. Dust it. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps into the river of fondue oh, no! and grabs it all up and just like rolling around in it. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> As he slowly drowns, he's just no, golem yeah, he like hops, sinking with his with his deepest hubris. Catnip as he sinks further <laughs> no! in. We killed another thing. And then you see three other tabaxi on the other side dive in and haul him out, and then immediately start beating the shit out of him to get the catnip off oh, of him. And God. you guys drift off down this river. Guys, we gotta find this spear. This place is fucked up. <laughs> Let's go. Alright, uh, everybody roll me initiative. Oh, what? what? Uh, 17. Also a 17. 16. Okay. I have a question. I'm gonna uh, die. Because I have uh, proficiency in woodcarver's tools, 
Do you? <laughs> oh, yeah. The last I, few checks haven't shown up. You know but, what? Okay. You know what? Touche. Um, <laughs> could I really quickly assess this boat? Yeah, To see totally. if there are any weaknesses, and if there are, could I shore them up? Sure. Um, I'll say, with your woodcarver's proficiencies, you don't really have to make a check. You can surmise this is pretty sturdy. Okay. Um, if it takes some damage, I would let you maybe take an action to try and repair it. Yeah. I will say, for your knowledge, uh, the, the raft has 50 health. Okay. So... You guys take off out of this tunnel and then out into this bright sunrise that almost blinds you as you get out. And you are flowing down this uh, this che- this river of cheese. Brian's cross-legged in the middle of this boat, just like I should be as zen as possible. Oh. <laughs> so you guys are making your way down, and uh, everybody give me a perception check. We're also... There's a 12. 13. 14. Okay. Karlik rolled a 16. So as you guys are going down and uh, curving along with this river, it's really more of just like a straight flow, so you don't really have to direct yourselves. But Karlik looks at you guys and goes, uh, guys, I, th- I think there's something under the cheese. Uh, and as he says that, no, this eruption <laughs> of cheese comes out and smacks onto your raft. And this glob, uh, gelatinous this humanoid figure appears as this cheese elemental oh, attack. No. Are you uh, kidding let me? me Ryan takes double damage. Let me roll initiative. Cecil pulls out a giant Ritz. <laughs> Ryan's crying in the corner. <laughs> um, luckily, because Carlick was able to notice this, this thing does not get a surprise round on awesome. you guys. So, Brian, you are up first. Great. Brian takes his shirt off wraps it around his nose and mouth and ties it behind his head so that he doesn't accidentally ingest any cheese. All right, I'll say you can use that as a bonus action. That's it. That's all I want to do. All right. (laughs) Cool. Brian steals himself for the cheese to come. Uh, Cecil, that's your turn. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to bonus action cast Shillelagh, and I'm going to try and get on the opposite side, so it's going to try and chase me. And I'm going to pull it away from Brian as much as I can. And I'm going to go ahead, as I'm running by, I'm going to go ahead and try and sweep the legs. Yep. Roll and attack. 23 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. That is six points of magical bludgeoning damage. All right. You smack this thing uh, where you think its knees would be, and it goes... It gives a real big, like... It gives a real big squelch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. As you slam into it, and you pull your bat out. Um, I bring my bat up. And like a little bit off of the cheese, and it's delicious. Damn, I don't know if I want. Never, never mind. I was gonna say something. <laughs> like um, Victoria, that's your turn. Okay, I just yell at Brian. I say, "Duck!" And I'm gonna cast Shatter. Cheese <laughs> <She's laughs> little Oh no! Shield. I'll say shield yourself. All right. I would like to duck. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Brian, you immediately hit the deck. Great. Uh, what's that save? Uh, Constitution 13. Constitution 13. He's made of cheese. Please work. It's got a pretty high constitution. No. Oh, no. He only rolls a 10, though. <gasps> Yay! It's a 10-foot, so I'm going to put it... Okay, yeah. I'll, 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 say, I'll say you center it on its head so it doesn't yeah, affect the raft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. 17 points of damage. 17, all right. That's pretty hefty. You center, and you see, like, this bulging in the middle of its head, and then it explodes outward, and you see cheese fly everywhere. Uh, a little bit flies over Brian's head. Uh, and the <laughs> elemental reforms 
and that is going to be its turn, and it is going to use its cone of cheese. Everybody, make me a dexterity saving throw. I will say, and you can, you, and you can. You did get on the other side of it. I wanted, well, I wanted to draw its draw its attention if I could. Um. Okay. In that case, I'll say make me a. Can I say intimidation check? Sure, I'll say intimidation check. Okay. Okay. Oh shit! No, that's not gonna work. Four. Dang yeah. It. Uh, oh. You you did just a tiny bit of damage uh, with how much Victoria did to it. It's a bit more concerned with what's in front of it right now. My dex was eighteen. That would be a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Oh, Carlic only rolled. Carlic uh, embraces the cheese. He rolled a twelve. Carlic just t poses and with prepares for the, the cheese like to rain snow. down on him. Uh, so everyone is going to take. Oh wait, actually, no. Since you guys passed, you don't take any damage. But Carlic. Carlic takes 11 fire damage as this molten cheese oh, yeah. rains down on him and he is restrained. But he ho- he opens his mouth and it like slightly burns him, but he licks his lips, looks straight across at Cecil, goes, damn, that's Gouda. Uh, and he's gonna uh, take I gotta his this monster. <laughs> we must kill Carlic. Um, oh, that was a good one. Thank you. No, no, uh, Brandon had no, a good mine. one. <laughs> mine was a good one. What did you say? We gotta defeat this monster. That's very good. Um, Wait, we gotta get a clean take of y'all laughing at the joke. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah. Uh, we gotta, we gotta defeat this monster. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Here's your clean take. God, you're the most supportive wife I've ever witnessed in my life. <laughs> Oh, no one else would see so well. Oh, wow. Uh, Great. I think that's the dumbest. <laughs> so, that is going to be Carlick's turn. He's just going to use his action to try and get out of this cheese. Damn, that's only another 12. Um, if he uh, rages, he has advantage on him. You're right. He does. Yeah, he's going to use his bonus action and rage. Let's go, barbarians! There it is. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, a, that's like a 25. I yell out to Carlick. I'm like, you can do better than that. Yeah! And he Show just me like, a more face. just flexes and his cheese uh, <laughs> just springs off of him. Um, but now that we are at initiative 20, first off, the cheese elemental lingering on this raft is going to do a little bit of damage to it. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. The raft is going to take eight damage. Okay, okay, okay. And that is going to bring us to initiative 20 as you guys continue to swerve down this river path overhanging the river you see these trees with these kind of like bushel like leaves and as you get closer you realize that these are broccoli blights uh, and they are going to attack and try and constrict each one of you everybody make me a grappling check uh, how do i do that d20 plus your strength great 15 natural 18 for a 16 total okay uh you two pass uh carlet is going to pass Wow. That'll pass. These are <gasps> these are little weenie guys. Uh, damn. Uh, you guys do each take six damage um, as they just try and grab at you. But you duck down and manage to slide under this tree of broccoli. And that is going to bring us to Brian's turn. Um, I cast Sleet Storm centered around the um, cheese guy so that I can try to freeze him so he can move really slowly. That's awesome. So cool. Yeah, so you, this pillar of snow erupts around this elemental. The raft is now just covered with slick ice. Uh, Cecil, that's your turn. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna try again to uh, draw its ire and I'm gonna try and scream at it and I'm gonna try and whack it. (laughs) Okay. Dirty, dirty 20 to hit. That'll hit. Alright, nine points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and are you you're trying to draw a tire again? Yeah. Okay, yeah, roll me an intimidation check. That's a nat one. <laughs> uh, but you were next to Karlik. Oh. Luck. 
It's a seven. Yeah. Plus two, so. The, you see this cheese look down at you and just kind of, and you see it laugh at you. Story of my life. What a fun douche. <laughs> Victoria, that's your turn. Okay, I'm just going to take a shot at it with my pistol. All right. Fifteen. That hits. Uh, that's not going to hit. It's like a nine. Yeah, it's going to miss. Cheese spatters yeah. across your face. That's five points of damage, but it hits. It hits. So we're just peppering this guy. I'm gonna do winging shot. Okay. Trying to force him prone. Strength saving throw. This is gonna suck. Of thirteen. He rolls a seven. Yeah. There we go. Uh, That's a three on the die. You take your shot, and it fires through what would be its shoulder, and it uh, and it slowly sinks down and lays down on the uh, the side of the boat. Hit it. Oh, that is the cheese elemental's turn. No! Uh, so it's going to use its movement and clamber its way back up. Um, and it's going to <laughs> uh, it's going to use its cheese touch attack. You're uh, kidding no, me. That's <laughs> awful. It's, it's going to go after Victoria because she's Brand. been doing damage to it. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't look so blue. Uh, bad, not bad. Uh, uh, not great. Not great. Uh, if you say with a French accent, it'll be better. Victoria, the first attack is a 21 oui. to hit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, second attack is a 15 to hit. Nope. All right. You're going to take 13 fire damage. Okay. And that is going to be Karlik's turn. And he's going to drop his rage, but look at Brian and go, bro, I got you. And he's going to cast Sanctuary on Brian. Nice. Um, he tosses a wreath of like some really strong smelling herb uh, that like lands around your neck and it's just like repulsive to any other enemy that tries to attack you. And then Karlik is going to use his action to um, grab his gigantic knife from his back and he's going to run forward and try and attack this thing. Just out of his back. It was in his back. It was back. stabbed in his back. Yeah. Um, that is going to be a 15 to hit. So he's going to connect and he's going to do 10 damage from Karlik as his knife slices through it. And at top of the round, the raft is going to take some more damage from this cheese elemental sitting around on it. It's going to take 11 damage. Boy, yeah, I'm going to fix that. As you guys continue to swerve down this river, you take a sharp bend and you see these trolls in the distance. Uh, and they go, what, what, the, what the fuck is that? Hey, I bet you I can hit it. And they grab these meatballs next to them and they chuck them at the raft. Uh, and everybody needs to make me a dexterity saving throw. A 22. Uh, that's an eight. That's a natural 20. Ooh, 26. All right. Victoria and Brian pass and Carlick also passes. Carlick rolls. I just like to say t-shirt mask is being very effective. <laughs> um, Cecil is going to fail, but everyone except for Cecil is going to take half of 3d6. No, that's nothing. That's nothing. Uh, 15 damage. That's uh, something. <laughs> so we're taking. Uh, so you guys both take seven damage as well as Carlick. Uh, and the raft is also going to take 15 damage. Ah! Yeah, I'm going to have to fix as that. this thing rocks, and you start to see some cracks at the edge of this brioche raft. Um, yes. Um, and everybody make me a perception check. Oh, wow, it's another 8. Uh, plus 4, so 12. Dirty 20. 23. 23, okay. Uh, Cecil, you are knocked on the side of the head by a meatball and are like really shaking. Marinara sauce all over your Uh, face. But Victoria and Brian, you guys look up ahead and you see there is another curve in the river and you see what looks to be 
a kind of brown liquid on the other side. Yes. Uh, and you can also see right on the shore uh, appears to be a uh, an enormous graham cracker uh, <laughs> that you could probably use for another raft. Are you guys trying to jump onto this onto this graham yeah. cracker? Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. All right, uh, everybody make me athletics checks. I don't want to. This one has to roll good right now, right? Why aren't you rolling a cobalt Natural bag? 20. Nice. <laughs> now it rolls well. 16. Probably goes a 22. Brian? Three. Three! Oh, oh, no. No. So yeah, you guys jump across. Cecil and Victoria and Carlick both manage to land on the graham cracker. But Brian, you just barely miss it. Uh, and you flounder a little bit in the, uh, the the fondue river. I've got something. I can do something. Quick, make me sneeze. I literally break off a piece of the graham cracker and crumble it between my hands and throw it in his face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and as my form begins to shift, I throw myself off and into the fondue. <laughs> and I'm a giant seahorse. Oh my god. What? This land is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> this game is so weird. What are you talking about? A giant seahorse jumps off a brioche boat <laughs> into a fondue river to save their friend. Right, exactly. So, Brian, I'll say normally in the river you would take 4d6 damage. Oh. I'll say with Cecil's help, uh, you only take 2d6. You take five fire damage. Okay. And uh, still a seahorse. <laughs> Brian, astride this seahorse. We like we're underwater for just a moment, and then all of a sudden under you just cheese. under cheese, and then all of a sudden you just see <laughs> like cresting fr- through. Fr- Carlic reaches up his hand free willy style yeah. as you guys sail over and land on this graham cracker. Cecil as this giant seahorse just floundering on it. And the graham cracker tilts ever so slightly. <laughs> and then, as you sneeze, and then the graham cracker tips into this river of chocolate, uh, and you guys now continue flowing a different direction, but now in this area where you see, as you cross this border, the surroundings completely change. It almost looks like this swampy area, sort of like a marsh with vines hanging across, and you can't quite tell everything because you are on this fast-moving raft, and as you start to ride this graham cracker down this river of, of milk chocolate. Everybody roll me a perception check. Another natural 20. 22. 24. You guys all notice this. You feel the back of the boat tilt ever so <sighs> slightly, and you see... Oh, come on, man. This black pudding climbs the top, the back of the graham cracker, as you guys continue on. Round two. <laughs> Round two. Uh, Carla goes, I ain't heard no bell. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that is going to be Brian's turn. This thing also doesn't get a surprise round on you because you managed to uh, to see it coming. Uh, Kick it off. Uh, guys. <laughs> or actually, still keep your distance, actually. Yeah, Just kidding. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna rip the t-shirt mask off of my face because I've now been under cheese and it's now like <laughs> yeah, this thing coated, is coated in, in cheese. cheese now. So I'm, I rip it off and throw it to the side and the now um, completely shirtless Brian without uh, his t-shirt oh. dangling in front of him stands What's Brian's up. musculature like? What's he, what's he looking like Guys, under there? listen, this boy, uh, oh. this boy is a string bean. <laughs> how are we all, how are we all doing? Okay. I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds on Cecil. Okay. I'll take it. Yep, Cecil, you get a little bit of health back, and that's going to be your turn. Okay. I'm going to take my chalet back out, and I'm going to point my bat towards the end of the boat, and I'm going to cast Entangle on the very end of it. All right. The graham cracker is going to sprout these licorice-like vines that begin sticking in and out of the pudding and holding it to the end. 
That's a one. <laughs> that is a failure. It is restrained. Okay. Uh, Victoria, that's your turn. Okay, I am going to cast Bane. All right. It rolls a 14, so the Bane uh, does not take effect. Sweet. That's all I can do, folks. All right. That is going to be the pudding's turn. And yeah, it's restrained, so suck a dick. Can it break out of the restraining? Uh, it can It can certainly try. Cool. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> Definitely doesn't. <laughs> um, I will say it does have a corrosive form. Uh, so anything that touches the pudding takes uh, 1d8 acid damage. Sure. Uh, I don't know what exactly the health is for this entangle spell. Um, uh, let's say it's your spell attack bonus. Okay. So uh, Seven. Seven, okay. Only does three damage. Okay. Uh, so it is it is still restrained by this thing. That is going to become Karlik's turn as this black pudding is unable to move. So Karlik is going to run up and yeah, he's going to take an attack with his knife. Um, actually, no, he's going to reach back, swap it out for his spoon, uh, and he's just going to bring it down on him. He's just going to pick a yeah, big he's old gonna spoonful out, and he's going to start scoop eating out it and just kind of yeah. take, take a taste of it. Ew. Ooh, he rolled a nat 20. Oh, uh, boy. So, Karlik does... Eh, Karlik does 10 damage. Okay, okay, um, okay, okay. As he takes a big old scoop out of it and just chucks it into the river. But as we reach the top of the round, first, the corrosive form is going to do three damage to the raft. That's fine. This is a hearty graham cracker. And then... <laughs> a little stale so that it's, like, extra, yeah, like... Yeah, it's sat in, in your grandmother's cabinet for, like, a solid year. <laughs> uh, and then you guys see on the side of the road, you see, like, these small patches of what almost looks like cotton from where you're standing. But as it gets closer, you see them start to move and you s realize that these are marshmallow sprites. And they go, hey, what, what the fuck is that? Oh, I bet you're gonna hit it! And they all chuck little spears at that rain down on the uh, on it's the raft. It's the scene from 300 as they're <laughs> exactly. blotting out but the sun. It's literally just like they're throwing little toothpicks out down at you guys. It's night at the museum. Exactly. Uh, everybody, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, why are these deck saving throws? 17, 21. It's <laughs> a 10. You want to use your inspiration? Um, want to die by marshmallow? Yeah, I'll use my inspiration. Okay. That brings it up to an 18. Okay. Uh, yeah, everybody passes. Uh, everybody's going to take half of 3d8. These spears rain down. That is going to be 15 divided to 7. Okay. That is going to bring us to Brian's turn. Great. I'm going to cast Divine Smite and go bam, bam. Okay. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. Uh, it is restrained, so you can't yeah, roll you get advantage damage. on both. That's natural 20 on the first. Oh, oh hell yes. yeah. Let's go. On a natural one. You're near Carlick, so you can reroll once. 19? Yeah, yeah roll, me, uh, roll me damage. I'll say... Yeah, if you're using Divine Smite on the first one, then you'll roll 5d8s. Great. 29. Dang. Yeah. Good damage. Yeah, you just start to rain down hits on this thing, uh, and the first one lands, and you just see this explosion of pudding uh, as it splatters all around you uh, and on the shore off to the side as well. Uh, Cecil, that's your turn. Whack. <laughs> okay, we'll take the 17 to hit. That'll hit? Okay. Uh, max damage, actually. Uh, 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, you slam down on this thing, and it is writhing, and uh, definitely, it's looking probably about half the size that it was when it first crawled onto this onto this raft. Ew, gross. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Get off. Ew. Brian's uh, holding his breath while he's doing Victoria, it. You, you look at this happening, and you get flashback to the mind witness uh, <laughs> a, few, uh, a few hours ago. No. Take psychic damage. <laughs> yeah. You hear in the back of your head, 
Yeah, you should feel bad. <gasps> um, and Victoria, that's your turn. Fuck that Come guy. Come on, this was a comedic exchange. Why do you... <laughs> I was going to hit it, but I feel like I should roll to see if she's stunned because of that comment. Sure, okay. You tell me what to add. Uh, charisma? Uh, it's a 19. Okay, yeah. You you managed okay. to power through, but you definitely okay. feel a little bit of guilt in the back of your head as you hear that oh, tiny man. voice prick up in your mm-hmm, mind. Mm-hmm. These flames appear in her hands, and she's going to, like, stick it into this chocolate being. <laughs> okay. It's produced flame, but I'm attacking with it. Okay. God. Oh. 11. Uh, that hits. This it thing does! is... This thing is... <laughs> It's like an AC of what, like seven? Like seven, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. This thing's pretty much impossible for you guys not to hit. <laughs> Nine damage. Nine damage, yeah. You stick these flames in between these licorice vines, and it bubbles underneath. Let's make s'mores. <laughs> nice. Uh, you hear the marshmallow sprites in the background. Did she say s'mores? No! Yeah, uh, look at you! That's going to be the okay, pudding's turn. <laughs> its corrosive form is going to do some more damage to the vines. Does four damage, so the vines snap. fade away, and it's going to use its pseudopod attack. It's going to hit me. Yeah, it's going to lash out at Victoria. No, hit me! Uh, <laughs> hit me! It's going to take an attack at Victoria and at uh, actually at Brian because he was the last one to hit, hit it. Me. And he, he did the most damage. <laughs> Victoria, oh uh, yeah, that's a twenty-three to hit. I think so. And Brian, that is a twenty-two to hit. Victoria, you take nine bludgeoning damage and 18 acid damage. I'm out. So You're out. Bitch. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Victoria is smacked across the face with the pseudopod. It just cold cocked her across the jaw and she yeah. just passes out. Uh, and Brian, you take eight points of bludgeoning damage and 15 points of acid damage. I'm out. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, boy. It literally got me down to exactly zero. Wow. Damn. Uh, Yeah, you pass out as well. Damn. We Uh, knew it was going to be the dairy, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I warned you. (laughs) We had a conversation beforehand. Uh, Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you guys both pass out as this thing slaps you both across the face. Does it happen at the same time? Or is it like... No, yeah. It's like two hands just... They knock your heads together. Slams your heads into into one another, exactly. Yeah, that is going to bring us to Karlik's turn. He's going to look at Cecil and go, fuck, what what, what do you think I should do? Uh, The more the merrier, get him up. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, He is going to run over and... Get Brian back. um, Yeah, he's going to cast Cure Wounds on Brian. And Brian, you regain... 12 HP, and you are pop back up. You good? You, you alright? I spit out some chocolate, I go <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, right. yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. That, I'm we'll, we'll have to check on that later. And that is going to bring us up to the top of the round. The raft takes two more damage. With that, you guys look up ahead, and you see that there appears to be, like, strings of, like, cotton candy uh, that are tied between two trees uh, within the way of the webbing. river. Yeah, like, like webbing within the way of the river. And by the next round, uh, you guys are going to slam into that. And Brian, that's your turn. Uh, yeah, I'm going to duck down and like slide over to Victoria um, and lay on hands and give her 15 HP. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, Brian slides across the raft and uh, brings Victoria back up. Yet uh, again, the first face I see. <laughs> <laughs> Missed you too, babe. <laughs> Does he actually say that? Yep. Yes! And uh, Cecil, that's yes! your turn. Yes! 
If could we possibly, if we like hit the deck, could we avoid the webbing and it could get no. clocked? Cool. Cool. Wait a minute. I know exactly what to do. I'm so ready. Okay, okay. well, if you've got that, then um, yep. I'm going to cast Flame Blade. <laughs> okay. Uh, bonus action Flame Blade. I'm going to grip it with two hands, and I'm going to have to roll for a Wild Magic. It's a five. Good. And then I'm going to go ahead and take my action and uh, attack this thing. Roll attack roll. 15 to hit. Battle hit. Bada bing, bada boom. 11 points of fire damage. This thing's looking pretty rough. Okay. And Victoria, that's your turn. So ready. She just goes... With, <laughs> with produce flame again, <laughs> again at the at the, at the pudding? yeah okay well, yeah, kill it kill it five, five, five. plus five thirteen yes okay and it's uh five all right okay, um, okay. you see like the edges of this pudding is starting to like crust a little bit and flake away and that is Carlick's turn he's just gonna attack this thing uh, slam down on it with a spoon he's gonna hit. 13 damage, and this pudding is, like, on its last legs. Good. And with that, the raft takes two damage from this pudding, and this raft is heading straight towards this cotton candy webbing. Uh, Brian, you said you wanted to try and do something? I pull the citric acid out of my backpack. I cast burning hands on the citric acid, and with my newfound chemistry knowledge of what happens with the solubility of citric acid and pure sugar, which is cotton candy, I throw it, and it completely dissolves the web. That's fucking science for you, kids. <laughs> science for you. Science, bitch. Absolutely. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, how can I say no to that? Fuck yeah. Um, it's not even a spell. It's, it's just not. a science. Yeah. Uh, this cotton candy just pff, ignites and uh, dissolves off to the side. And yeah, that's, uh, that's Cecil's turn. Um, Kill it. Uh, yeah. Attack. Yeah, I'm going to attack. 16 plus 7. That hits. Please. Uh, Ten points of damage. Show your work. Yes. Um, again, because the flame blade is basically just a lightsaber, I stick it in and slowly Qui-Gon <laughs> gin it. Oh, as, I, as I rotate it, the innards begin to immolate bubble. And, yeah, and bubble, and it's creating these little... And this pudding just slumps off the like side of the raft. Looks like a Chili's dessert up in here. <laughs> um... And as you guys are riding the raft, you see that there appears to be like a side of the shore that kind of dips down a little bit around this curve. That we could jump off onto. Um, you jump off onto or just kind of guide the raft up onto the side. Awesome. Um, but as you are nearing that, you feel this shaking of the raft and this geyser of milk chocolate erupts from the no. river in front of you guys. Raise, come here, Ray. Everybody make me a constitution saving throw. 12. 16. That's a 7. Okay, so Cecil's the only one to pass this. Uh, everyone else is going to take 16 fire damage. I am unconscious. No. You're down too? That's fine, I got y'all. Yeah, Karlik takes a good heft of it as well, but manages to hold on. And he looks down at y'all's two companions and looks at Cecil and goes, uh, we, should, we should probably get this thing to shore, right? Uh, yes. Come on, let's go, let's go. Karlik grabs like a branch from the shore as you guys are drifting by and sticks it into the river. And slowly but surely, the raft comes up onto this edge of the shore, and you guys tumble off onto the uh, the ground here in the sweet court. <laughs> and are just like yeah. face down in like a pile of sugar sand. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You guys come on, and yeah, it's just like sugar crystals are mm-hmm. coating the shore of this side of the riverbank, and you guys are just face down in it, just brown sugar all over your face. Um, I am going to bonus action summon my spirit totem 
uh, and a unicorn appears. Okay. Mm. Um, and then I'm going to get to healing. Don't worry, I'll help too. Yeah, I got this. Okay, I'm gonna heal. Uh, who do you want to heal? Uh, I'll I'll heal Victoria. Okay, I healed Brian last time. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys blink back to consciousness, and uh, you are on the shore in this marshy area. You see trees surrounding you guys, um, and there are like vines of that kind of licorice that you cast earlier. And you also see strings that are coming down from some of the trees that you see like little gummy worms on the ends of uh, that are inching around. Pick one and eat it. <laughs> it's like the, it's gonna be it like good? the bacon. Um, roll me a wisdom saving oh, throw. Oh no! Uh, twenty-seven. Oh, okay. thank it's, God! It's really good. Mm, it's almost too good. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> um. Oh, we should probably take a long rest. I'm super down to take a nap. Yeah, we can camp yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, if, if we're gonna camp out, I can spend. Uh. Could we take? The raft. Uh, that's and prop what I was going to do. Against yeah. like the sandbank to give us like a, like a bit of a shelter. You know how graham crackers have the little like perforation? <laughs> yeah. oh, you see the, in, the indentation I, on the sides. I use my woodcarver's tools and I begin. I pull out the um, staff of the apprentice and allow it to be an apex in the middle of like the <laughs> graham cracker so that it's sturdy. You, you, you guys look around and you see like frosting uh, that is that's like seeping out from some of the trees and you're able to use it as kind of like a cement and you that's basically amazing. make kind of like a gingerbread house. Yeah. It's very cramped, but it's going to kind of protect you guys. Uh, if you'd like to do anything before you take a long rest, you can. I just need a nap. I mean, uh, we don't really have a plan of anything else. Like, we have no idea what's coming next. Well, we know we need to get to the Sour Court. Yeah, and we're in Sweet right now. But if we can find the, the castle or if we can find... A guide? We're on a bunch of sugar sand, right? A lot of sugar sand. Okay, yeah. I take the sugar sand, I put it in the pouch. <laughs> in my backpack. I lick my finger and I touch the sugar and I lick the sugar again. It's tasty. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not Victoria's as... Dusting not as, not as potent as the gummy worms that you ate. Is there like a place where licorice grows nearby? The, yeah, the yeah, there, trees, there's, there's, right? li- there's like licorice vines hanging from some of the trees. Great. I'm going to try and yank down some licorice so that I can make like a sugar rope. Interesting. Okay, roll me a survival check. That is a 13. Easy enough. You, you pull it down from this peppermint bark tree peppermint. that it is hanging from. Okay, great. I yeah, I, I fashion off the rope and just kind of like tied onto one of the straps of my backpack. Hey, Victoria, how cool would it be if your shotgun had like a candy cane striping on it? You were really excited about that peppermint bark. Yeah, I just because I like peppermint. Um, Romeo, Romeo, nature check. Okay. Could I could I assist if we're gonna go out and and look for stuff? Yeah. Brian is um now that he's achieved the rope thing, he's kind of sitting in the shelter and now realizes how much cheese is in his ears. <laughs> Carlick pulls out a, a towel from his pack and starts to kind of help you out. Thanks. 21. 21. While it does appear to be like a sweet... Very Willy Wonka-esque. Yes, but it does have the consistency of wood. It, so it's still organic. Yeah, it's still organic, but it, it is a candy-like confection. But it still functions like wood. I could give it a shot. I mean, if it works, then you will be able to give it a shot. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ed. We're rubbing off on all of us. None of us have an axe, right? I mean, I could summon my flame blade and we could yeah. knock this I mean, I got my giant knife. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Um, we hold yeah. either end of it and we... <laughs> yeah, you, you guys find a, not a huge tree, but one with a thick enough trunk that you can try and fashion a stock from it. And you and Carlic work together and saw it down. 
uh, and you have like a, a chunk of this wood. Awesome. It's a very lightly colored wood because it comes from a peppermint tree. Yeah. But it doesn't have the red striping. It's just like the white. Yeah. We sh- we've shaved it down to its mm-hmm. uh, inner layer. It's like a birch. Yeah. has a few like nice little maybe like red flecks. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here and there. But yeah. Is this advantage yeah. with my... We're, everyone's pitching in at this point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to use... Uh, we should use uh, inspiration. <laughs> Do you still have inspiration or would you like to be inspired? Uh, I use my inspiration. Okay. So if you could... Yeah. Also have, I also have a scale of luck. And I can't roll ones. And I'm going to use guidance. <laughs> <laughs> the odds are in your favor, but we'll see. But how oddly it's... not but oddly with not. his rolls. Are you going to give him a bardic inspiration? Yeah. You might as well. You're about to, yeah, rather I... go last. <sighs> Just say yes. Yeah, I just don't know what to okay. say. Okay, I thought you were like, do I? Know? No, <laughs> do I, know? I, I, like, do. I just don't know what yes, to say. Yes, we are. Sincerity is difficult. You're awesome, and thank you for keeping us alive and being a good friend. You don't have to lie to the guy. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil, you have a D8 of inspiration. Okay, okay, okay. Thank the Lord. That's a 20 plus 7, so it's a 27. Oh, yeah. You pass with flying colors. <sighs> you all collectively spend about an hour on this, but it comes out with uh, like this beautifully lacquered stock. Like you, like you said, it's, it's like a it's like a lightish brown, but has these stripes of white that, that circle through and these f- slight flecks of red that are sprinkled throughout. Do, do you guys have a way to like brand something into the stock? Yeah. I can make it brand. Okay. Yeah. Does the handle on my pistol also have like a place where I could write yeah. the name of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Could you on on the pistol? Mm-hmm. Not. It doesn't even have to be fancy cursive, but just like something nice, a script. Can you put Austin? And can you on on the barrel of the shotgun put um, Alcott? Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Sure. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna summon my flame blade and use another piece of wood as kind of a press. Yeah. And I'm going to carve in reverse so that whenever you flip it over, it does it in the actual... Roll me two sleight of hand checks. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just Ah! kidding. (laughs) Yeah, you imprint these on the side as you guys kind of huddle into this graham cracker. And as you guys are... This graham cracker. (laughs) This graham cracker house. Things you only say in D&D. And as you guys are are making your way into this little makeshift hut, you, you do notice around the surrounding area, while it is covered with trees and the sort of marshy surrounding, it does feel like a midday. The sun feels like it's set straight overhead uh, as, as if you are in the middle of a hot afternoon sun as you guys make your way into this little shelter. With all the sugar there, we have real big sticky oh, kid energy. Really big <laughs> sticky kid energy. And uh, Cecil, you imprint the two stocks of Victoria's pistol and the stock of her shotgun. And uh, Victoria, if you would like to finish assembling this. Yeah, I would. Okay. With a bit of help from Carlic, you pull off the old rusted trigger from the original one and you attach the new fixed one uh, that you've been working on for the past few weeks to the barrel that Walter refurnished for Mm -hmm. you. And ever so carefully, you take off this old rotted stock and you attach this new peppermint bark (laughs) imprinted stock to the gun and you see as it connects the name that Cecil has imprinted on the side this name Alcott glows with like a a fiery red arcane energy and you see the entire thing click together and Victoria you can add 
wit's end to your inventory. I'm so excited! And with that, class is dismissed. Nice! Holland Dragons is Andy Dinehart as Victoria Hightower, Danielle Grisco as Brian Tolkien, Brandon Lindsay as Cecil McNamara, and myself, Riley Wesson, as your DM. Thanks so much for listening to this session of D Hall and Dragons. If you enjoyed it, please consider leaving a five-star review and maybe a comment on whatever platform you're listening on, and please, please share it with a friend. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vans in Japan. Other music can be found in the episode description. And our artwork is done by the amazing Carlina Alvarez. Link to her stuff is in the description as well. Until next time, I know in the session I said that the base to cancel out citric acid was uh, sugar, but that was just kind of a off-the-dome sort of DM thing that worked out really nicely. But, fun fact for you, the actual base that negates citric acid is sodium bicarbonate, also known as baking soda. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next session. Hand me a cookie. Thank you. Only if you eat it right in the mic. Yeah. Yes, please. (laughs) So moist. There's no crunch. He's literally just like (laughs) maintaining eye contact. What was that con about dating Cecil? (laughs) We want to rewrite that. (laughs)